going on guys I know it's been a while but welcome back to calling your bluff um, this episode is brought to you by Eli Ricks yep. shout out uh, shout out the boy yeah. should have stayed where you were um, you know the only time I saw him on TV is when he was uh, getting called for pass interference that or just getting cooked yeah he got cooked neighbors. a lot too yeah. Yeah. but uh it was a good win um, I think a lot of LSU fans felt really confident after that Ole Miss game that we really could beat Bama. Uh, yeah. Brian Kelly's kind of flourishing into the coach that he really always has been. Uh, there was I don't know why, but there was a lot of doubt. I think it was because of how last season ended. Literally had 40 players on the team. That's a third of a normal-sized team. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he came in, he implemented his, his program, and it's working. Yeah, I mean, Jaden Daniels has improved tremendously. Um, that's thanks to Coach Kelly and Coach Joe Sloan, the QB coach. He's great at developing guys and just like uh, the way that Den Brock has learned, you know, what Daniels' strengths are. It's really showing and it's winning us games. Yeah, I mean, it's just an award, but he's right now like all the big riders are putting him in the top 10 in the Heisman vote mm -hmm. and like if you would have told me that week three of this year that he would have been top 10 I would have said you're out of your mind yeah you're crazy you know the the progression he's made from the start of the season and now it's like you don't you don't see that you no. really don't yeah. it's uh he's I mean he's been awesome he's been exactly he's been more than I think anybody thought he could be right and, and I it, think you know I think he's more experienced than a lot of people realize yeah. Um, the announcers mentioned in the game uh, his freshman year at Arizona State, he was playing against Justin Herbert from Oregon and Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, was yeah. on his team. Like yeah. that's two good players in the NFL. Yeah, and he's still in college. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the season has felt like completely different now, um, especially ever since you know beating Florida, Ole Miss. Uh, and now Bama. Yeah, and in Bama now. I, it uh, was funny because a few weeks ago, dude, I, I remember talking about it, like talking about like what if they beat Bama, like we went out and then we're in the SEC championship and like. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even think about our defense like putting it together. Like I was yeah. kind of going into like, yeah, we're gonna have to win this one by like scoring. Jay Daniels gonna have to go all out. But like after the first few drives, I was like, this might actually feel like an upset. Yeah. If, uh, if we don't win, just because, like, Bryce Young couldn't really do anything for the first half. And, I mean, there was a few times that we should have probably scored, but, you know, it didn't matter at the end. So, yeah. that's a little concerning, you know, just going into games like, I mean, might play Georgia if we went out. <laughs> that's the, Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we're just going to have to get off to a better offensive start because, I mean, we've, we, we haven't done a good job at that. If, of the season. if our defense state like plays the way they did against Alabama, I don't think I'm that worried about Georgia. I'm yeah, not. I'm not, and especially after we get a hold of uh, Stetson Bennett's phone number, his new number. He's done. <laughs> it's over. He's yeah. done. He's done. Yeah, but uh, I, I will say Georgia is uh, the most complete team in college football right now. Even in, but even then, they've had some close calls against teams they shouldn't have had close calls against, right. and uh, they're. I'll, I'll just say they're beatable. This is one of the – I would say one of the first years in, like, a decade where there's no team that's not beatable, you know? Yeah. Everybody's beatable this year, you know? Yeah. It's like 
I just it's crazy to me that there's a path to us making the playoff, and uh, really it seems. I'm wor- dude. I just don't want us to drop a game to like Arkansas or an A&M. They're somehow. trap games. I don't. I don't think we will. I. I we shouldn't. Brian, I think Brian Kelly's going to have us prepared. I. I do know that this Saturday, it's 11 a.m. kickoff. It's going to be in the upper 30s, I believe. And LSU's only a three-point favorite against a shit Arkansas team. Yeah. So it's you could call it a trap game, but I think, I think Brian Kelly's going to have us focused, and I mean. They know that we really do control our own destiny. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after their embarrassing loss to Liberty, oh. I mean, I, I they're gonna they're gonna come out mad, but yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think they keep it a little closer than we want it to be, but I mean, I, I don't see. I mean, we yeah, we should win. Oh, I mean, yeah. there shouldn't be a question. About I, that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if LSU went in the halftime down by like three to Arkansas. And then came out storming in the second half, but mm-hmm. it, it feels like one of those games where we're gonna we're gonna watch it in the first half and be like, "What happened? Yeah. Like, what happened from last week to now?" Yeah. But and I'm, I mean, UAB. You know, I hope hopefully that's not a trap game. After no. No, I, you 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 wouldn't think, but you never know. And then A and M worries me because I mean they've been god awful this year, but they have talent. You know. Yeah. Then if. If Jimbo's still around by then, which he should be, because they're not going to give him ninety-seven million dollars or whatever it is, he might he might look at it as like LSU's by then. If we went out top four or five, I I want to get this one on my resume. Right. So I don't I just, know. Speaking of Jimbo Fisher, I think it's funny right now. Jimbo Fisher's record at Texas A&M is worse than Kevin Sumlin's was when they fired him. Yeah. They paid him a lot of money to uh, be mid. Literally, just for his name. I mean, yeah, yeah, and they they have way more talent than someone ever had. Well, maybe when Manziel was there, maybe not, but it, it's close. You know, I mean, you can't knock what Jimbo Fisher did at Florida State, but I mean, he's just he's not the guy at A and M. He's really yeah. not. Yeah. Like, how long do you need? His his career is kind of summarized by uh, that 2013 Florida State team, but people don't. Like, you know, you always hear about, like, 2019 LSU, 2003 Miami, top college football teams ever. 2013 FSU would hold their own against those teams. That's, That's your boy, Jameis. Yeah. And, that I mean, was, that, that was the peak of his career, my guy. It, it kind of looks that way right now. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You know. They need to give that boy another chance. They really do, man. He... But I see it from, like, a coaching perspective. Like, if you – if you look at it, since Andy Dalton's been playing, we've been scoring almost two two more touchdowns a game. Pretty, much. I think we went from like averaging seventeen a game to but almost twenty. The way I look at it too is, Jameis basically got one game healthy with us, so he's played those two games hurt. And last year, he he led us to a five and two record before getting injured. Yeah. So like it's, I I believe it's there. It's just every you know, it's a whole new offense too. I, you you got to give him some time to heat up, and I think Andy Dalton picked it up faster because he's a, you know, he's very experienced. He, he probably already seen a lot of that stuff. But do I think if we would have gave Jameis probably three more games that he would have improved a, a lot? Yeah, yeah, I'm, like I think so. I'm I'm on the fence about it because I I'll say before I think anybody like I love Jameis. I think and I see like the potential Jameis has, but. I like I understand in the NFL that 
even if you like have a guy who's supposed to be the guy, if he's getting outplayed, it's like it's kind of hard to. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not against what they decided to yeah. do. Yeah, like, it's I, hard. It's hard to watch as a Saints fan because you know, like Jameis should be the future, and I and, and like I know that like we're on, we made this may be the only decent year we get out of Andy Dalton. Or, like, maybe next year we get a decent year, but, like, we still don't know our future now. Yeah. Because Andy Dalton's, you know, he's getting old. He's, like, 35 or 36 and now. We don't we, – there's a loaded quarterback class coming up, and we don't yeah. have a first-round pick anymore, so we can't – in in today's NFL, you don't really have star quarterbacks sitting free agency either, you yeah. know, so it's like, yeah. I, I I see what you're saying. Like, it's it's just hard. It's hard as a, to watch it because we – I think we really love Jameis, you know, and Andy Dalton is, what, 34? So yeah, like, he's like 34, 35. He's not, I mean, he's not the future. He's just a stopgap. But what if, okay, say Andy Dalton does good enough to play the rest of the season, what do you do with Jameis after this season? That's what's, it's you know like, what I don't know. It, do you want to come back? You know, but I don't know if he does. It, it's it's really. I, I think Andy Dalton's a starter, I mean, a, been a backup for a reason. Yeah. So, like, if it was me, I'd bring Jameis back, and when you start seeing that Andy Dalton that, you know, everybody else was seeing whenever he was the backup, then you put Jameis back in, and you, you know, because, one, you're giving him more time to learn under the offense, and, you know, two, you get to actually see what he, what he's about. By then, he should be healthy yeah, if right. we're able to get him back. I don't want him, honestly don't want him to go, them to release him and he goes somewhere else. No, but it's, it's risky because, the Saints are three and five. Win now, you know. We, I, uh, I was looking at it and just with our how our division is right now, we pretty much need to go six and three for the rest of our games to have a legitimate shot or to be in the playoffs in yeah. a wild card spot. Well, one of those L's is coming tonight, boy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue into the Saints and Ravens yeah. preview, which I mean. When y'all hear it, about thirty minutes. When y'all hear it, the game's gonna be over, but we're gonna talk about it anyways. Cause how can we not? Yeah. He's got the Ravens gear on. You know, we love the Saints here. Um, yeah, I'm not it's gonna sc- be a freaking battle, man. <laughs> God damn, I'm so ready. Yeah. Hey, if, so all I know is if the Saints defense that showed up last week shows up this week, it's gonna be a long night for Lamar. I'm not scared of. Lamar. I'm not scared, I'm not of, scared the of the Ravens. I'm not scared of anything about New Orleans, honestly. You should. Andy Dalton? Before last, Kamara? Before last Ray week. Rifle. What, before Chris last Lave? week, what have the Saints done? Hey, we, we're top we top five offense in the NFL. Yeah, we put it together. We're not even 500, dude. I don't really care about Still that. Still top five. It's, it's, it's I don't want to hear about how good y'all's defense is if you're two and, two hey. and five with a top five <laughs> offense. Come on now. Three and five. Revenge tour. <laughs> and who? Okay. Okay. Who does Lamar have tonight? Isaiah that Likely? That, dude, that doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It doesn't matter. It does matter, actually. He, it matters Mark a Andrews, lot. The past two weeks, Mark Andrews has not done shit, okay? And Bateman's been out almost all year. He's played like two or three games. Yeah. Okay? We've been we've been rolling with some bums for a while. Who we still find the a way to get it weeks. done. Literally, all that has to happen is, is Paulson Devo shuts down Devin DuVernay, and you're screwed. Because our, our run defense, you get, like... The way the Saints have been losing the games hasn't been because of the run defense. It's been because of the pass defense. Big Same plays. But Big plays. 
We'll yeah, go up but, 35-14 on the Dolphins and then lose by four points because they came back and scored fucking 20-21 or whatever. On well, it. yeah. Dolphins stalling, too. I'm not, I'm not saying the Ravens are – I mean, realistically, the Ravens have had a better season than the Saints so far. That's right. that's a fact. That is an absolute 100% fact. But I think what the Saints have been showing, even in the losses for the past few weeks, and I – I almost feel like the Ravens have regressed in a way offensively because Lamar he Lamar has to put up all star stats for y'all to really win, right. okay? And y'all's defense has been doing better, but I feel like tonight the if the Saints come out with half the defense they showed last week, and granted the Raiders didn't show up, but if they come out with half the defense and they shut down Duvernay and Likely and whoever else and leave it all on Lamar. That's the key. Like, hey, I'm not. I'm not expecting much, but old old man Deshaun Jackson's supposed to make his debut. Let's hope he doesn't fucking pull something. I mean, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he catches a, one pass for 65 yards and a touchdown, and he pulls his hammy. Shit, dude, I'd take it honestly. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it, might, it might be garbage time, but he'll he might. I think it's either gonna be high scoring. Or, like, very low scoring. Because, honestly, I'm very ready and anxious to see our new... Our, our run defense was already very good. And, you know, not a lot of people talk about it, but Tyus Bowser's coming back. Calais Campbell's playing his first game of the year. We just got arguably the best linebacker in the NFL, yeah. Ropon Smith. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for that. You add those dude, those caliber guys to a defense that's already pretty good in, like, defending the run... I mean, if you shut down New Orleans, like, if you shut down Olave, who do you have? You have Kamara and Taysom Hill. Kamara? But that's not, there's only, you know, there's only so More much. More than what the Ravers have. Like, the reason why the Bills and the Dolphins were able to come back on us is because of the deep ball. Like, our, our corners and safeties were getting cooked. And that's what I worry about with our defense. It's not really the run, the run or the short game. It's over the top. Raheed Shahid. He him. is good. He is good. But <laughs> with, with Marlon Humphrey, with Marcus Peters, Kyle Hamilton getting better, I'm, I'm confident. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think – Kamara probably won't have a big rushing game. Not really expecting it just because no. he knows defense. But, I'm um, worried about the dump-offs because he can – Yeah, that, that, that's what I think a big key is going to be. And I still think Taysom's going to bust a couple bigger runs. I'm not going to say they're going to be like 50-yard touchdowns. But, no, he, he will. Yeah. I mean, um, but, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a close game. Uh, I mean, not having Mark Andrews for y'all and our defense kind of finding their stride finally, you know, I, I think I think we'll get a couple turnovers or, you know, a couple stops and all that. But, you know, I don't know how our offense is going to be. I am I am worried about our offensive line, dude. Yeah. Ah, god damn, dude. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. Lamar has all the time in the world and then other times he literally can't sit there for two seconds yeah. without having a run. I mean, he probably he probably at least gets like 70 rushing guards today. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot Jeremy don't want to hear that. He's got a bet with Lamar yeah. under 60. So. Well, well, my bet I have him over 60. We'll have to, so. we'll have to track that one. Well, I'm under. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I mean, kind of. It kind of depends on how like Cam Jordan and guys like that play too. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be a close one. I, it's kind of hard for me to even make a prediction. Y'all, y'all want to do a prediction real quick? Yeah, yeah, we can. All right, let me go first. <laughs> All right, Saints thirty-three, Ravens twenty-four. Hmm. Saints twenty-seven, Ravens seventeen. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 31-24 Saints. Uh, I think I think it's gonna be a close one, but you know I think we pull it out. I'm gonna go 27-17 Saints. Baltimore. Oh, oh. 27-17. <laughs> you think your off- y'all's offense is gonna be able to put up 27? That's three touchdowns and two field goals. I think that's I think that's what we're good hey. for tonight. <laughs> Raiders' <laughs> offense was better than y'all's, and they they only got no, past the 50 yeah. one time. They they, they are not show up. like the Derek third. Carr is not Lamar Jackson. Who says y'all are going to show up? Devontae Adams tonight. is better than anybody on the Ravens or the Saints, and Josh Jacobs is very respectful. We locked his ass well. down. We locked but him down, dude. It's not hard when you have one dude to guard Derek Carr. Shit, like he <laughs> dude, can't move Josh around. Josh Jacobs, we locked his ass down. Yeah. Okay, y'all have a Devontae very good run defense, and if you shut was down, was Hunter Renfro playing? No, he, I don't, I don't, he played. Matt Collins played, played a little bit, but I mean, yeah, he, Matt Collins led the team in receptions with like five. I do not know well, how offense, they had. Their well, offense is better than y'all's. Their offense is carried by Josh Jacobs in that line. Like well, they have. I don't yeah, know. but if I'm, I'm looking at it as like, you you may be right about that. Like Josh Jacobs in the line, that's what carries the offense. But the Ravens' whole offensive game is to run and then throw off a play action like every now and then, or let Lamar run. But if the Saints shut down the run and force Duvernay and James Prochet and uh, the three plays from Deshaun Jackson to win. I don't like that's that's what I'm thinking of, you right. know? Cuz the Saints are built to stop the run. They they want teams to pass on them cuz they they trust their corners and stuff and like they're, you know, they're decent, especially when we have Marshawn, but really they're like run. Please run. Let run, just keep running. And then you get into like the third and fourth quarter, and you have to pass on the Saints. And then our corners and safeties are good enough in the second half to stop. That's 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 the game plan for tonight. I think a huge factor is that Mark Andrews isn't playing. I mean, even if he, even if he's not getting like a hundred yards receiving, I mean that he's the focal point. I think I, I think now. Isaiah Likely is cold. He but is, I, think, I think he yeah. will make y'all realize who he is tonight. <laughs> But I think I think in that offense you need a Mark Andrews and you need a Travis Kelce that type you need that dude, type. Isaiah Likely is a rookie dude. Like, I know he's been producing all year. That's Even what, when Mark Andrews is healthy, he plays. Dude. That's what I'm saying though. But he's not. But he's not Mark Andrews. Not yet. But dude, he's a rookie. But don't you don't you think part of him balling out is because Mark Andrews has taken a lot of the heat? You know. Yeah, but he's also learning behind them. I mean, you can't expect. Yeah, him to step in and do like Kyle Pitts did last year. Well, no, that but that's my point. Is I'm saying Isaiah likely isn't going to carry all to a win tonight, and he shouldn't. He's a rookie. He can definitely contribute. He he'll get a couple catches. I'll give him a that, couple? and he's going to eat on my fantasy bench. He'll get a whole eight <laughs> points. I mean, we'll see tonight. And I'm going to drop. If he's uh, about that, or you know, they were just keen Andrews. He's and about he's that action. I'll tell you that. Yeah, we'll see. I just I just hope Lamar has enough time to pass. I do too. I mean, scramble, scramble. I mean, he has the perfect game to prove it. If y'all rush four or five, we're Lamar's going to be running around. I tell you that. Like <laughs> our lines, our line starts breaking. One pop, bro. Demario Davis. You think Lamar's going to take a hit from Demario Davis and not hurt? I'm not bro. I want I want a helmet to helmet tonight. <laughs> I want Lamar to know. Like you know, we're gonna see New Orleans is dirty as fuck. <laughs> hey, that's fine. We're gonna win though. <laughs> Tyler Huntley, come on. Bro, Alante Taylor's been amazing though too. I, I love him. Yeah, we got Alante. Man, that's I feel cool. good about it. Cool. Pete Werner. Uh, I think he's the NFL leader in tackles right yeah, now. He he's a run stopping linebacker. Davis. He's probably gonna be. 
keying in on Number Lamar. Number one graded linebacker right now. Lamar. Mm-hmm. I just want to show Jarvis was playing. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we'll be all right. Never heard of Chris Olave. <laughs> I mean, it would definitely help to have Jarvis. So I, I think I think he would. Uh, when he finally comes back, I think he's going to have a good good half of the season. Hey, I want to hear how many sacks y'all think Baltimore is going to have. How many mm, sacks? Four, two. I think they I think they get four. I don't think it like I don't think it's like game breaking sacks. I think it just I think it, they get four and they ruin two drives off of sacks. Say two. I think they're getting five plus sacks. So two. So I, I don't know if Chris Campbell is a fucking man. If they send Pat <laughs> Queen on some blitzes too. Yeah, but yeah, I think playing good too, dude. But I don't think we get sacked a whole lot, mainly because. If if Andy Dalton sees the pressure, he's gonna be like, all right. I'm gonna be checking it down to Kamara, mm-hmm. and Kamara. That's why he's one of the best, is because he somehow I don't know how he does it, but he's always open, like five yards or under, like right. always dump off perfect option. Well, I think Baltimore would be fucking stupid not to have a dude on him at all times. Well, yeah, at all times. Well, I, I'm saying I think he's that good to where every team's like they have somebody spying him, but he just. As a running back, literally, and he's perfect at it. Literally, there's one route where you either you decide on the fly, and the quarterback knows this too. But the running back decide it's an option route. You either go out or you go in. You just see what what what's open, and he is like 100% money on it. He's always open on that route. But I don't know. I, I think I I'll give the Ravens credit. I think they get like four sacks. Which is respectable, but I don't think it. I don't think it changes the game that yeah, much. I know? think that's realistic for both ends, honestly, because of using Taysom at quarterback a good bit. I mean, I, I feel like we're going to do that tonight too, and he, I, I don't think he's going to take a sack, honestly. So I, I can't I, wait. I, I can't wait for Taysom to make me mad when he runs uh, dive right right into the defense. I mean, he might break one, but right, he's been breaking them lately. Yeah. yeah, or the rare dive lift. Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's gonna be a good game for sure. I, I don't think one team blows out the other or anything. Yeah. So, well, I'm a uh, segue. I, I meant to put trade deadline. I put free agency, but same kind of almost like the same thing. But trade deadline that happened. Um, a lot of moves. Yeah, it's, moves. it's the most moves on a trade deadline ever, which is a uh, pretty crazy. Because it didn't seem like it was going to get that hot. And then all of a sudden at like 1 o'clock, it just started rolling. Yeah. Uh, shefty bombs were dropping. Uh, it was comparable to Hiroshima. Hiroshima. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't say it at first. Um, I don't think we should go through everyone, but I'm going to I'm gonna say one uh, that's maybe not as obvious as some of the others that I think is going to have a huge impact. Uh, Chase Claypool to the Bears. Damn, I was going to talk about that. I, I don't. Like that one. I don't think he's going to be like a star there, but I think having a big bodied receiver like that in that offense with them, big yeah, he's a, he is a big. He's a bicky. But uh, all right, Chris Collins. <laughs> oh, here's <yeah>. a guy. <laughs> but no, uh, if ha- adding him to the offense now when Justin Fields is finally heating up. Honestly, it helps Darnell Mooney more than anybody because Darnell Mooney is pro like a Pro Bowl level receiver. But at the start of the season, he like literally couldn't do anything because they no. couldn't get the passing game open. But now you have Claypool, Komet, and Mooney. Really, you just need 
Claypool to take the top off the defense and let Mooney work underneath, and that's kind of what they've been doing. So yeah. I think I think I think it's a I think he's a free agent after this year, and they might. I mean, I don't know if they'll resign him, but uh, yeah, it's for at least for the rest of the season. That's a big move for Chicago. Yeah, also too. Yeah. Well, mine's mine is uh, Calvin Ridley, yeah. which really surprised me. Um, I mean, he hasn't played in what almost two full seasons now. After this season, mm-hmm. um, so I wonder how that even came. Were the Falcons shopping him, or did the Jaguars go to the Falcons for him? I feel like the Jaguars inquired about him. Yeah, yeah. You don't think they were just shopping him? I mean, you haven't seen him play. Well, I think the Falcons, even though they have a better record than they should, I think they're in full re- rebuild mode. Yeah. And they, I mean, they have this guy who's still eating up a bunch of cat. They're like, hey, let, you know, we don't really need him. We got Drake London now. Probably get another receiver next year. Got Kyle Pitts. Well, I mean, you know, it'd be nice to have him, but I think they were more thinking, like, his time his time here is done. Like, he hasn't played in two years. Yeah. It's just not, not worth it for us anymore. Yeah. So, I think... I don't know if they were actively shopping him. I think the Jaguars inquired, but I, I don't think it was that hard for them to let go of him. You know, yeah, he yeah. didn't go for a lot either. Mm-hmm. You know, and it must be a indication that he might be uh, unsuspended soon because I mean it's indefinite right now. But you know, it's kind of no. It's I thought it was for the just the rest of the season. Yeah, I think I seen I think I seen I seen a thing that said he was going to be suspended for the rest of the season. Yeah, he's suspended the whole year. Okay. Yeah, he's not eligible. I, I, well, I saw a few reports that he was actually like indefinite, so they didn't they didn't exactly know when he was coming back. Well, but, uh, it's definitely the rest of the season. Yeah, because so, I saw um, a report that the Jags couldn't even like bring him in for a physical or anything, so they're just kind of like. Like hoping that he's fully healthy, which he should be, but you never know. Yeah, right. And well, they can't like talk to him mm-mm. at all. I, I don't. I don't think they can have. Maybe I don't. I don't know about the contact, but they definitely couldn't bring him into like the facility or anything. Mm-hmm. He's like completely banned from doing that right now. Yeah. Yeah. So he is suspended at least through the season, but it is technically indefinite. So they could keep him out longer. You yeah. know, if Goodell just decided to. I think. I don't. I don't think he'll keep him out long. Yeah. Though. I think the original reports were that he was only spent it for this season, and I think yeah. that came more from Goodell saying that. You yeah. know, I don't know. But uh, yeah. I mean, it probably will just be this season, especially if he's being traded for. I mean, they have to have intel on that. You yeah. know, knowing that he's probably going to come back next year. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, moving on. Yeah, my trade is the Bradley uh, Chubb trade to Miami. Oh yeah, uh, Miami gave up all those picks and uh, brought in Bradley Chubb, and uh, you know he was kind of the heir to Von Miller. Uh, already made a Pro Bowl, and he's mm-hmm. only twenty six. So uh, I think that's a good trade for Miami. You know, I mean, a first rounder is pretty steep to give up, and uh, you know the other picks they gave up. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going to make that Super Bowl run. Maybe not this year, but next year for sure. Uh, I think. I mean, I, I like what I see from them. They're good for sure, especially when two was in. So yeah, definitely a big addition. Yep. Didn't they uh trade like all three first round picks or use all three first round picks to get like three key players? Who yeah. Was it? Yeah. Tyreek. 
It was Tyreek. It was Bradley Waddle. Chubb and Waddle. Waddle for the uh, oh the yeah, draft. he drafted him. Yeah. yeah, and that was all from the 49ers. Yeah, I, so, I mean for three first round picks, how are, you're not going to get better players. No, you're not going to get three better players than that. So yeah. I mean, I'd say it was a, it was a win. You yeah, know? and basically all traded for Trey Lance. Which yeah, hasn't worked out so far. Yeah, not all of his fault, but you know. What about you, Chris? Mine, I wanted. I want to be a homer and talk about Roquan Smith, but I mean, you you don't really have to talk about that much. I mean, yeah, he cold. He cold. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I really like Naeem Hines to the Bills. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I mean, Devin Singletary is not horrible. It's just. I mean, they obviously put it out there early that they wanted another running back. I think they mm-hmm. took a shot at McCaffrey, but they just really weren't willing to give up that much. But I mean, Naeem Hines is a great pass catching back. And there were reports that came out of Buffalo, like the second day he was there, he ran like some option route out the backfield, and Josh Allen threw a pass to him and looked at, I think it was Stephon, and he was like, holy shit, that dude's fast. Yeah. Like, he he was a dud this week, but I mean, he didn't know the playbook at all. I think he got like one target. Yeah, he'll get more involved. He's, I'm curious to see. And they had a bad game, too. They did. The they Jets. took that L to the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely a lot of movement for sure. And uh, I even saw that the Packers started to trade for like Chase Claypool and the first Waller. rounder. Dude, the, the Packers, the first the Packers can't have paint came up short on so many guys. Yeah, they're they're kind of just screwed for the rest of the season. Like, yeah, Odell's not gonna go there. So like, honestly, dude, yeah. like I never feel like quitting. Mm-hmm. But I would not blame Aaron Rodgers at all. Yeah, like they have not shown him that they're. Interested in like truly getting him help? Yeah, I, I'm. A, I mean, I'm a fan of Aaron Rodgers, so it would it would actually suck, you know, <coughs> to see him retire at the end of the season, kind of going out Bless sad, you. you know. Bless you. Bless you. I mean, you could definitely say that's a hot take, but like, yeah. Dubs got carted off. I'm not sure what's wrong with him. He's gonna miss like six weeks, probably. Okay, so you know, you know, uh, a bit of the season that's left. Mm-hmm. You got to rock with Alan Lazard, um, Christian Watson, and. Then is Sammy Watson healthy? Sammy yeah, Watson. Sammy Watson. I was about to ask, is he even playing? Uh, maybe like, when Randall no, Cobb comes back. He's just bad. Maybe when Randall, Randall Cobb, Cobb is back. old as fuck, too. Like, they need to get him a like a legitimate <laughs> weapon. A guy yeah. like Claypool. Somebody like that. Maybe uh, Rodgers listens to the rumors from the past couple of years and goes to New Orleans. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's done after this year. I do, too. Yeah, he might be going to be a sad ending. You know? I mean, they were contenders for, for the last two, three years. So I'm yeah. not really going to be sad. I mean, he's good. But yeah, man, Tom <clears throat> probably going to be done after yeah. this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of hope Tom is kind of tired of hearing about him. So. I'm glad to see him lose. Yeah. yeah. All the time is catching up with them. Well, who's your free agent? I meant trade. Dude, I already said it. It was Calvin Ridley. Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought you said that. <laughs> no, I said Bradley. Oh, my God. I missed. Mm-hmm. I missed. Yeah. So, we got one one more little segment, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we got we got time for it. Um, like, mid-season. Like, yeah. You know, our, I was uh, thinking we could You mentioned something like uh, who disappoint, who's disappointed us like yeah. this season. We could go with impressed. Can I go first? The, yeah. <laughs> One team is disappointed me, man. Sense. It's honestly the Saints, dude. You, I mean, I all right, I know that y'all's receivers have not been healthy. Yeah. And you don't have a true, like, stud tight end. Mm. But, dude, that fucking defense 
And, I mean, you got Alvin Kamara and Taysom. Yeah, Jameis is hurt. Andy Dalton's Andy Dalton. But that defense on paper, it's very hard to beat. Yeah. Like, you cannot – maybe Baltimore now, maybe, but that's a big maybe. You cannot show me another defense on paper in the NFL that's better than the Warriors. Yeah. And to start out 2-5, and five, I mean – Yeah. That's People were so worried about Thomas and Jarvis going down. You know, I mean, that sucks. But our offense has been, you know, fine, especially right. since Andy Dalton's been in. But our defense up till pretty much last week have been horrible. I mean, you can't lose games like that to the Panthers. And yeah. I mean, Vikings was kind of we, we kind of got screwed out. Kyler Murray game. literally played Call of Duty all week and then <laughs> played y'all and dropped. Yeah, two. Cardinals too. I mean, they're not they're not a good team. But either, that was so. bro. We was up, we were up fourteen <laughs> to six and. With two minutes left to go in the first half, and then next thing you know, it's yeah. 21 A lot 14, of times we just, 14. I mean, yeah, I mean, Kamara even said it. You know, our team just, they're, they're making losing plays and not yeah. being held accountable for it, too. So, you know, we, we throw like two picks in a row, and then we're just screwed the rest of the yeah. game. So, uh, but, I mean, I, I finally think, you know, after Kamara, you know, kind of like giving that speech and everything, I finally think we're going to put it together. Yeah. Well, my team that's uh, disappointed me would be the Raiders, actually. Uh, Blake's dark horse MVP candidate, Derek Carr, hasn't been too hot. And you look at them from last year, I mean, they almost beat the Bengals in the playoffs in the AFC Championship, was it? Or was that the divisional round? Uh Divisional. Yeah. They almost beat the Bengals in the divisional round. And then they add Devontae Adams, and you're sitting at 2-6. and six. Yeah. It's a big disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, they spent all that money and have no – they're worse than last year. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, my team would probably be the Colts, just because I was a little high on them going into the preseason. You know, I mean, yeah. I, Thought Jonathan Taylor was going to continue. And Matt Ryan. Yeah, and Matt Ryan for sure. I mean, I, I thought he was going to definitely be better than uh, Carson Wentz. So, uh, yeah, it's been a weird season for him, though. They just fired Frank Reich today, too. Yeah. So, uh, and they're trotting Sam Ellinger out, which, uh, I mean, you have you have Matt Ryan. You know, he's old, but you're paying him all that money. And, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's not having a great season. He's he's picked it up, but you know he started out really slow. So uh, you know they're sitting at three and four and like one tie, something like that. But uh, you know it's definitely not been a good season for them. They're, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs at this point. I think uh, something interesting about the Colts is they they named Jeff Saturday as their interim coach oh, yeah. today, and uh, literally like two weeks ago he put on Twitter. Um, the Raiders are terrible or the Raiders are horrible or something like that yeah. and it turns out the Colts are playing the Raiders this week and they're six point favorites and the last time Jeff Saturday was a coach was in 2020 he coached at some high school and his team went 3-7 yeah he's the uh, first coach in NFL history to not have any college or NFL yeah. Coaching Why'd they do so. that? I mean, I know he's in there like Ring of Honor, but I mean, well, I think he's already like in the building or something like that. He he must already be in like some kind of analyst role for him. Mm-hmm. They didn't. There's no way they just got him. Like, hey, I know, like he I played didn't even for know us. he was on the staff like at all. He, honestly, I, I don't I don't know for sure if he was. I, I'm just assuming he yeah. was an analyst. Because I mean, if if he has no, are they talking about head coaching experience or just coaching experience in general? I think coaching he, in general. If he was on the 
staff, technically that's experience. Yeah. So yeah. it seems like they just brought him in from outside. I mean, I know he's not an outsider. But I'm pretty sure it's coaching because they, they've had guys that haven't been head coaches at all, like in college or like coordinators and stuff, yeah. be head coaches. But I, I don't know if they qualify analysts as like a coaching role, though. Just more like a sit on the side kind of guy. But um, yeah, yeah, it's weird. He probably has really good relationships with the players. I think yeah. they're, honestly, I just think they're in full tank mode. Well, that, yeah, <laughs> I think Jim Arce is frustrated. He's probably just wanted Frank Reich out. I mean, Frank Reich might have lost the team or something like that. You know, they, they might just not even listen to him anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're dumps are fire. My uh, disappointing team is the LA Rams. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're 3-5 and five right now. They've been garbage all year. They probably shouldn't even be three and five, honestly. And um, I, I think their their problems really starts with the O line. For some reason, their O line is like bottom of the league. Stafford's getting drilled every single play. Mm-hmm. Uh, their running backs are garbage. I mean, Cam Akers was supposed to you know come back, but he's kind of like it's it's like the Todd Gurley situation. Like he's just not good anymore. Yeah. And Daryl Henderson is should never be a starter. He's like a he, he's a great backup to have, but he shouldn't be your starter. And then after that, they have no running game. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And they pretty much only have Cooper Cup. Allen Robinson's flash, but he's not he's not what Allen Robinson should be. And their defense, I mean, they've been decent, but they have Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner. Uh, they have Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. They that, with just those three dudes should put you top defense right yeah. there. Yeah. But for some reason, they're just not putting it together. So it's it's weird. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they like came back strong. But three and five right now for that team should not. They should not be in that position. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that just about wraps it up. We got the. Saints and Ravens coming on in about 10 minutes, so. Yeah. Big game for us, you know, yeah. we're trying to get first in the crappy NFC South division, so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, watch Chris cry and no, come up man, with it's going to be a great night. <laughs> good, <laughs> good team win. Yeah. All right, well, that does it. Yeah. All right. Later. 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 Thank you.